Now, the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Are you ready? Yes. No, babe, are you ready? Do you know what a cassette is? Play it. Don't you want to hear what's next? I don't hear any music. I made that tape special for today. So, music? A show where we basically create a mixtape for you, like we did in the 90s. I just, I thought this tape was going to be a conversation stimulator. Cassette, cassette, cassette. Welcome to the mixtape. Every week we are serving up an hour-long mixtape. 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 90.3 KRNU, this is The Mixtape. I'm Casey, and I am flying solo this week with a theme that I think is pretty cool. It is, no, not that Seattle scene. Basically, Seattle, Washington has had a ton of fantastic artists and bands that have come from it, but it gets a lot of credit for grunge. That's all well and good. I love grunge as much as the next guy, but... I think uh, maybe we should talk about all the other bands from Seattle. So that's what we're doing this week. It's all Seattle, no grunge. And we're going to start in an unexpected place with Seattle's hip-hop scene. Now, there are a lot of rappers from Seattle. There's a lot of contemporary rappers from Seattle. But I'm just going to play two of my favorites because, you know, we've got a lot of Seattle to cover. And we're going to start with Anthony L. Ray, otherwise known as Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot was born in 1963, and he went to Roosevelt High School. There are a lot of famous people who went to Roosevelt High School, including Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses and lots of other folks from the Seattle area. Um, but Sir Mix-a-Lot, Anthony, was kind of going to Roosevelt High School when they were trying to integrate the school system in the 70s. School integration was rarely easy in really any community in the United States, but but the future Sir Mix-a-Lot would find that he had a real affinity for music and found some music teachers that really helped him out. So he did a few interviews talking about this and how it was a really good thing for him, and it ended up being kind of his saving grace and his entrance into music. So after high school, he started DJing parties and did that sort of thing, and then he and a local businessman and another MC founded a record label in 1983 called Nasty Mix. The first song there was Square Dance Rap in 1986. I know, it sounds weird, but come with me on the journey because Square Dance Rap rules, and it's actually called Buttermilk Biscuits Square Dance Rap on his first full-length album called Swass. I love much of Sir Mix-a-Lot's stuff. Clearly, people are familiar with Baby Got Back and all that stuff in the early 90s from the album Mac Daddy, and he went on and had a bunch more songs, and that's great. But Swass is actually my favorite Sir Mix-a-Lot album, so we are going to play the title track from that album. This is Sir Mix-a-Lot, Swass, on the Not That Seattle Scene mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. Don't 
don't start crying when your woman's get stuck. Check it out. Cents, copping it, washing it, about to go and get some compliments, passing up on those moccasins. Someone else has been walking in, bummy and grungy, fucking in. I am stunting and flossing and saving my money, and I'm hella happy that's a bargain. I'ma take your grandpa style, I'ma take your grandpa style. No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I have his hand me down? The Lord jumpsuit and some house slippers. Dookie Brown leather jacket that I found, dig it. They had a broken keyboard, I bought a broken keyboard. I bought a ski blanket, then I bought a keyboard. Hello, hello, my ace man, my mellow. John Wayne ain't got nothing on my fringe game. Hello, I can take some pro wings, make them cool, sell those. The sneaker heads will be like, ah, he got the Velcro. I'm gonna pop some tags, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm, I'm, I'm hunting, looking for a come up. This is being awesome. Ow. I'm gonna pop some tags, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm, I'm, I'm hunting, looking for a come up. This is Awesome. What she know about rocking the wolf on your noggin? What she knowin' about wearing a fur fox skin? Whoa. I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm searching right through that luggage. One man's trash, that's another man's come up. Whoa. Thank your granddad for donating that plaid button up shirt. Cause right now I'm up in her stunt. I'm at the goodwill, you can find me in the tent. 
I'm not, I'm not stuck on searching in the section. Your grandma, your auntie, your mama, your mammy. I'll take those flannel zebra jammies secondhand. I rock that. Whoa. The built-in onesie with the socks on them. Whoa. I hit the party and they stop in that. Whoa. They be like, oh, that Gucci, that's hella tight. I'm like, yo, that's $50 for a t-shirt. Limited edition, let's do some simple edition. $50 for a t-shirt, that's just some ignorant. I call that getting swindled and pips. I call that getting tricked by business. That shirt's hella dope. And having the same one as six other people in this club is a hella don't peak game. Come take a look through my telescope. Trying to get girls from a brand, man, you hella won't. Man, you hella won't. KRNU Poppin' Tags with Benjamin Hammond Haggerty, otherwise known as Macklemore, on this Not That Seattle Scene mixtape. This whole mixtape is bands and artists from Seattle that are not part of the grunge scene because I think Seattle is awesome and has contributed into the music landscape in a variety of ways, lots of genres, so we're trying to cover all of that without any Pearl Jam or Nirvana or any of that kind of stuff. Macklemore was born in the 80s in Seattle. First started listening to rap at six years old. It's a pretty great time to be born if you are inclined to like rap music because the late 80s and early 90s, I don't know if you know this, pretty dope time for hip hop. So at 15, he started to write lyrics. He also learned how to sing. So this would have been in the late 90s. And in 2000, released his first mixtape, Open Your Eyes, under the name Professor Macklemore. Really love that. Um, Went with just Macklemore after that. I get it. More sophisticated. That's fine. (laughs) Um, His first full-length album was called The Language of My World, put out in 2005. Then Macklemore's experience, musical career, really changed in 2006 when he met producer Ryan Lewis and that's who he kind of went on to be very famous with um they worked on promotion they worked on all kinds of parts of the the music with Ryan being the beat maker and Macklemore being the rapper so it was in the early aughts like 2012 2011 when everything sort of started to to come out can't hold us and that one thrift shop. Macklemore gets lumped in with sort of the white rappers of the world, your M&Ms and stuff like that. More recent examples, Post Malone and Jack Harlow. But I think it's important to take all of those artists as very different people. (laughs) So Seattle is most known for grunge, but it also has a thriving indie scene and has for quite a while. Lots of indie music labels, chief among them sub pop, which is sort of the most famous one for launching most of the grunge artists. But there's a bunch more, too. The Pacific Northwest is very famous for launching alternative and indie artists. One of my favorites is this next band, The Head and the Heart. They formed in Seattle, Jonathan Russell, Josiah Johnson. They met at an open mic night and then filled out the lineup. And they took on some more club gigs. Their first album was very DIY, which is not too surprising. That's how a lot of these artists get started. They burned copies. They put them in handmade denim sleeves in record stores. I love that so much. And then they got signed to who else but Sub Pop and re-released that album. They went on to tour with pretty much everybody, Dave Matthews, Def Cab. And then in 2013, they had the album Let's Be Still. They went to a major label, Warner Brothers in that case, and put out Signs of Light in 2016. They toured, they did Coachella, they've kind of been everywhere. The Head and the Heart are just sort of accepted in the Indian alt-rock canon at this point, and their songs have been used in movies and TV shows and all kinds of stuff. Silver Linings Playbook comes to mind. I think there's a bunch more too. It's like if you start listening for Head and the Heart, you're going to hear them. So here we go. Head and the Heart, It's Lost in My Mind. 
on the Not That Seattle Scene mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. Short dreams away for now. I won't see you for some time. I am lost in my mind. I get lost in my mind. Mama once told me, you're already home when you feel love. I am lost in my mind. I get lost in my mind.
90.3 KRNU Band of Horses. No one's gonna love you. I love them. They are from Seattle, uh, formed in 2004, and just sort of part of this like indie alt scene. A lot of folk roots with Band of Horses. That song is from the album Cease to Begin. CeeLo actually covered that song, which is super weird. Band of Horses have recently undergone a bunch of lineup changes, but they have a sixth album. Release date on that is March 4th of 2022. So pretty exciting. I love Band of Horses. Honestly, if you just saw them, they look like they could be in some sort of early 2000s mainstream rock band out of California. Like they sort of look Buck Cherry adjacent, but then they open their mouths and it's something tender and lovely and and wonderful. They're just like skinny dudes covered in tattoos making the best music ever. So that's Band of Horses. We play a bunch of Band of Horses here on KRNU, so I'm sure you've heard other songs. Laredo is a great Band of Horses jam, too. So this mixtape is all about the music of Seattle, but not grunge music. So we're calling it Not That Seattle Scene. And there have been a bunch of Seattle scenes. There's indie Seattle scenes, hip-hop Seattle scenes, punk Seattle scenes. Now we're going to throw it back to 60s and 70s rock, so what would often be heard as classic rock on the radio, for some pretty foundational, awesome, epic rock music. Let's talk about the Wilson sisters. So Hart... Anne and Nancy Wilson are from Seattle. Anne is the lead singer, voice totally unmatched in the world of rock. I will not be taking questions. No notes. Nancy is the lead guitar player. They formed in sort of the Vietnam era, and they have a love story associated with this, which I love. Mike Fisher, dude, got drafted, right? So he dodged the draft, moved to Canada, and then he snuck back into the United States to watch his brother's band. At that show, he met Anne, and the two fell in love. So he's still in Canada. She's in Seattle. She moved to Canada with him because, you know, love wins. Soon after, Roger, who was Mike's brother, he followed. And then all of a sudden, Nancy, Anne's sister, did too. So now all four of them are together, two brothers, two sisters. But the band is now also two couples. You have Roger and Nancy and Mike and Anne. Is that a recipe for drama? It sure is. It was great, except when it wasn't. So both couples split up in 1980. Guitars were thrown. Nancy started sleeping with the drummer. Yikes. All very Fleetwood Mackey. All very rock and roll. But the lasting legacy of Heart, of course, is that Heart rules. It's two female lead singers playing guitars, knocking down the doors of rock. And 80s era Heart, even after all that drama, was great. This is where you get alone and you get all of these huge 80s power ballads where Hart got maybe a little bit more over the top but they had a ton of hits too so love Hart, love this whole thing seattle rock royalty so just because it's an absolute banger this is Hart barracuda on the not that seattle scene mixtape on 90.3 krnu
90.3 KRNU, welcome back to the mixtape, the Not That Seattle Scene mixtape. Just doing two kind of classic rock jams. That one was Jimi Hendrix, of course. You've heard of Jimi Hendrix, Purple Haze. So Jimi Hendrix, born Johnny Allen Hendrix, which was later changed to James Marshall. He was born in Seattle, 1942. He had a pretty hard childhood. He lived with a variety of family members in addition to his family. His mom was only 17 when he was born. So... Jimmy, despite his childhood struggles, really got into music when he was a teenager. His dad bought him his first guitar, an acoustic first, then an electric. And then in 1961, he enlisted in the army. He was a paratrooper. He was honorably discharged after hurting himself in a parachute jump, but he even managed to form a band called King Casuals while he was in the military. So then after he left the military, he began working as a session musician under the name Jimmy James. And he played with Little Richard, and he played with the Isley Brothers, a bunch of other folks. And in 1965, he started his own group, Jimmy James and the Blue Flames. He would then go on to do all of the things we know Jimi Hendrix for. Truly fantastic, groundbreaking albums. Axis Bold is Love. Melody Maker voted him Pop Musician of the Year in 1967. Seattle gave him the keys to the city in 1968. In 1968, Rolling Stone declared him Performer of the Year. So he won lots and lots of awards while he was alive and, of course, posthumously. He sadly did pass away in 1970 from a barbiturate overdose. But he is well-remembered as one of the best guitar players of all time. So this mixtape is all about Seattle, but we are not playing any grunge. I don't want to just ignore other Seattle offerings in the 1990s, though, because not everything was Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. There were some weird, quirky kind of 90s moments coming out of Seattle that weren't really grunge at all. Here comes Harvey Danger. Harvey Danger was formed in Seattle 1993 by... Aw... This makes my heart happy. Journalism students at the University of Washington. Legend has it Harvey Danger was actually taken from the wall of the newspaper office. It was written there. I have no idea what the context for that is, but I love it. Uh, My own band is named for just weird stuff we happen to see on a wall. So I feel like there's got to be at least 5% of bands named for just some weird thing written on some weird wall. In any event, Harvey Danger. They formed in the 90s. They played out. It was fun. You know, it's like quirky, silly, upbeat, kind of punk, kind of pop, kind of rock. Not particularly dirgy or sad like grunge tended to be, but definitely sardonic and had that sort of Gen X 90s mentality about it. Their album, Where Have All the Merrymakers Gone, came out in 1997. That had their biggest hit on it called Flagpole Sitta. It made Billboard's top 40. It was in American Pie. It was all over the radio. Very notable, late 90s hit. It kind of lives in one hit Wonderville, but it's a really fun song. So here's Harvey Danger. It's Flagpole Sitta on the Not That Seattle Scene mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. 
Navigating grass blades completely by feel. Got a sassy chassis, sparkle in the sun. All four small, bald, fat tires, rocking through the sand and burning up. Little dune bug out in the sand. A little blue dune bug out in my hand. Rubber band motor, humming on the beach, ready for fun. Quit spinning that web and come out and play in the sun. Eight thimble size cylinders to be as smooth as you please. The spider's badass fat old abdomen stuck in the bucket seat. Little dune bug out in the sand. Little blue dune bug out in my hand. She transmission was caught in drive Spider-Man squinting at the sand and the sky Spider-Woman in the front seat Screaming go, go, go He's riding the accelerator down to the floor With his fuzzy little toe whoa, whoa, whoa. Little dune bug out in the sand A little blue dune bug out in my hand It is the Not That Seattle Scene Mixtape. I'm your host, Casey. I've been playing a bunch of music from Seattle that has nothing to do with grunge. No offense to grunge. Love it. Already did that episode. I felt like Seattle uh, needed another pass. You know what I mean? So that one was from Presidents of the United States of America. Good fun time band. And I played kind of a deep cut for you called Dune Buggy. Presidents of the United States of America often abbreviated PUSA or just called the presidents. They're an alternative band. They were formed in 1993 as well. Before you heard presidents, you heard Harvey Danger also formed in 1993. So you'll hear that there was kind of something going on in Seattle that was parallel to many of the famous grunge albums that you know and love, but was much quirkier, much more upbeat. So that's where you have the presidents. They were a three-piece, Chris, Jason, Dave. They had a bunch of 90s hits. Peaches and Lump are probably the biggest ones, and those were off of their self-titled album. The one you just heard was Dune Buggy. If you've never heard that entire self-titled Presidents of the United States album, first of all, easy listen, because most of the songs are incredibly short, remains one of my favorite albums of the 90s. They've done like television show theme songs. They worked with Sir Mix-a-Lot on a project. They've broken up. They've gotten back together. Presidents of the United States. It's fun. Certainly a long band title, uh, often confusing because if you're going to Google it, it will bring up actual presidents of the United States of America, which sort of brings me to the next band on the list, Seattle band called The Postal Service, for a similar reason. Because if you Google The Postal Service, you will likely get the United States Postal Service. So let's talk about the Postal Service for a sec. Postal Service is a supergroup formed in Seattle. You have Ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie. You have Jimmy Tamborello, who was like a DJ and produced the music. You have Jenny Lewis, who is kind of an alt goddess in her own right. And they came together to release an album called Don't Give Up. That was in 2003, and they were on Seattle Famous Sub Pop. 
Now, after the Postal Service came out, the United States Postal Service did send the band a cease and desist letter saying that their name was an infringement on their trademark of the phrase Postal Service. But after some negotiations, the USPS said, okay, you can use it, but you're going to have to do some things for us. So they had to perform at their national executive conference. And then um, there was like some advertising campaigns and stuff using the Postal Service's images and some music associated with the U.S. Postal Service. I don't know. I kind of love all of it. The Postal Service is a super group. It's a side project. So they did disband and that's not really surprising. That's the way most of these groups work. But they did leave us with some great music. This one, Such Great Heights on the Not That Seattle Scene mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
Welcome back to the mixtape. This week's mixtape is about Seattle, but not about grunge. I'm calling it the Not That Seattle Scene mixtape. And really, it's about a bunch of different Seattle scenes, just not the one you're most familiar with. You just heard a pretty fantastic song called Bridge to Hawaii by a punk rock band called Taco Cat. They are a more contemporary Seattle offering. I think they formed in the late 2000s. I'd put it at 2007, 2008, and uh, it's three women and one man, and they have, they they give me like punk rock banana rama vibes. I love it so much, and they have a really funny sense of humor. They make songs with a real kind of feminine twist, and there's lots of like humor and sarcasm. Their videos are really really funny. That last one, Bridge to Hawaii, is about seasonal affective disorder because you know you live in Seattle. It's rainy all the time. Make a bridge to Hawaii time to move on to the last song of this mixtape and it is a standalone joint because it is one of my favorite songs one of truly the best country and americana artists that's making music today brandy carlisle brandy is from the pacific northwest she's from seattle area Uh, she often lived kind of in rural areas around seattle but moved around a great deal She has an incredibly powerful voice. She's been performing since she was a kid. She performed with her mom and her brother. Um, She has a great book that came out a couple years ago. I think it's called Broken Horses. It's really, really good. I read it last summer and I, I really enjoyed it. Brandy has released seven studio albums. She has 18 Grammy nominations. She was the most nominated woman at the 61st Grammy Awards a couple years ago. She had six nominations that year, including... For Album of the Year, by the way, I forgive you, and Record of the Year for The Joke. She also is part of one of my favorite supergroups of all time called The High Women, which is a country music supergroup, came out a couple years ago with Amanda Shires, Maren Morris, Natalie Hemby, and of course, Brandi Carlile. Brandi has amazing fashion sense. She wears like very classic country nudie suits that are pretty fantastic. She plays with twins, Tim and Phil Hanseroth, who are really, really tall, bald-headed dudes. And her and the twins have been playing together since she was, like, just starting out. She had a performance on Saturday Night Live not too long ago that was pretty great, where you get a real sense of just how long Brandy and the twins have been performing together, and just a sense of their chemistry and the maturity that's come with a career as long as theirs. So if you're just hearing of Brandy Carlisle, welcome to the party. And if you've known about her for a long time, then you already know how blessed you are. So this will be our last song for this episode of the mixtape. It is Brandy Carlisle, and it is called The Joke on the Not That Seattle Scene mixtape on 90.3 KRNU. They can kick dirt in your face, dress you down and t- Feeling nervous, aren't you, boy? With your quiet voice and impeccable style. Don't ever let them steal your joy and your gentle ways to keep them from running wild. They can kick dirt in your face. Dress you down and tell you that your place is in the middle When they hate the way you shine I see you tugging on your shirt Trying to hide inside of it And hide how much it hurts
Don't shake, girl It's your brother's world For a while longer You gotta dance with the devil On a river to beat the stream Call it living the dream Call it kicking the ladder They come to kick dirt in your face To call you weak and then displace you After carrying your baby on your back across the desert I saw your eyes behind your hair And you're looking tired But you don't look scared KRNU, Brandy Carlisle, The Joke, finishing us off on the Not That Seattle Scene mixtape. It was all things Seattle. We went from the 70s all the way up to contemporary artists making music just that came out, you know, a couple years ago, uh, bands that have albums that have yet to come out this year. So Seattle has a long storied history of making great music. We love grunge too. That's just not what this one was about. If you want to hear more about Seattle grunge, we have an episode for that. So go ahead and search that on the mixtape. We are on Twitter at the mixtape KRNU. You can find all of our episodes on Spotify as well. Cause you know, that's the platform we use to stitch all this music with all of the talkie talkies. So thanks so much for joining us. I'll have a new mixtape for you next week. Interrupting all programs. This is Radio Clash on